A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord God, cry out full-throated and unsparingly, lift up your voice like a trumpet blast, tell my people their wickedness and the house of Jacob their sins. They seek me day after day and desire to know my ways, like a nation that has done what is just and not abandoned the law of their God. They ask me to declare what is due them, pleased to gain access to God. Why do we fast and you do not see it? Afflict ourselves and you take no note of it. Lo, on your fast day you carry out your own pursuits and drive all your laborers. Yes, your fast ends in quarreling and fighting, striking with wicked claw. Would that today you might fast so as to make your voice heard on high. Is this the manner of fasting a wish, of keeping a day of penance? That a man bow his head like a, bow his head like a reed and lie in sackcloth and ashes? Do you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? This rather is the fasting that I wish, releasing those bound unjustly, untying the tongues of the yoke, setting free the oppressed, breaking every yoke, sharing your bread with the hungry, sheltering the oppressed and the homeless. Clothing the naked when you see them, and not turning your back on your own. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your wounds shall quickly be healed. Your vindication shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rare guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. This is the last part of the book of the prophet Isaiah. The book of the prophet Isaiah is the longest book of the Bible and is the most quoted in the New Testament. It's very important because it contains many, many prophecies about Jesus. Uh, actually, uh, uh, nowadays the scholars divide the book of Isaiah in three main parts and uh, they attribute these three parts to three different authors because uh, the, the book of Isaiah covers two centuries of history and also the style is different, the words are different so uh, the scholars think that three different authors wrote this book and we are in the last part of the book of the prophet Isaiah here Isaiah is uh, making fun of the people, because the people of, of Israel, they want, they pretend to, to fast, but their way of fasting is only a, a, formal, a, a formalism, is only a, a practice to, to gain vain glory and to be proud of it. Uh, instead, God doesn't want this kind of fasting. And he says uh, clearly, the fasting that I want is that one that uh, um, that helps the others, um, sharing your bread with the hungry, sheltering the oppressed and the homeless, clothing the naked when you see them. This is the kind of uh, fasting that Jesus loves, that God wants from uh, the Hebrew people and also from us. 
and uh, so today I would like to, to speak with you about uh, the fasting, fasting or renouncing uh, not, not, necess not, not uh, only food but uh, fasting in general, renouncing to something illicit is very good to do and we have lost this uh, practice. Uh, many uh, Catholic practicing people don't even do uh, fasting on, uh, on uh, Ash Wednesday and uh, uh, Good Friday. So it's not something that we care for. And, uh, but uh, still now, today, as a valued renunciation to illicit things uh, for three different reasons. First of all, because this way we uh, conform ourselves better to Christ, because even Christ, uh, he saved us uh, through the cross, but the cross was not necessary. He chose the cross. So if we want to resemble Jesus and conform ourselves to him, we need uh, renunciation even to something illicit. Then it's, it's very good also because uh, it helps us to feel hungry uh, of God. When we feel a hunger of uh, material food, we should think that we are even more hungry of uh, the Word of God. And then if we train ourselves to renounce, to elicit things, we will be very ready to renounce illicit pleasures. And so uh, this is a good training to renounce sin. So let us try in this Lent to choose a renunciation, a voluntary renunciation. Um, perhaps we can speak with our spiritual director and if we don't have one, we should make the resolution to choose one. Uh, from now on because uh, sometimes uh, our journey towards God uh, is uh, too spontaneous and many times uh, is uh, left to, uh, to oneself and is not very organized and uh, is not very successful as a consequence. So as a conclusion I would like to share with you this, uh, this um, saying of Chesterton, he said, Christianity not only comforts the afflicted, but afflicts the comfortable. Have a great day.